Câu hỏi kế tiếp sẽ đến từ thầy giáo Trần Văn Nhâm, nhà giáo từ tâm người đã thành lập một trường dạy học miễn phí cho trẻ em nghèo. Thầy Trần Văn Nhâm cũng được nhận giải thưởng gương nhân ái sáng ngời thế giới. Chào thầy. Kính chào sư phụ Thanh Hải Vô Thượng Sư. Chào thầy Nhâm. Chào ngài Thanh Hải Vô Thượng Sư. Tôi rất vinh hạnh được hiện diện nơi đây à, dự lễ ra mắt hai quyển sách yêu quý của ngài xin ngài à, cho chúng tôi biết tâm linh con người và các bạn thú à, được thăng qua như thế nào khi chúng ta quan tâm chăm sóc các bạn bằng tình thương chân thật phát sức từ trái tim mình xin thành thật cảm ơn ngài thank you uh, teacher uh, of all the beautiful children <laughs> thank you that you come again and for your compassionate work that you are doing for the future generation. Heaven bless you. I think anyone who has lived together with an animal companion long enough could comment on this question. If they do, pay attention and listen. Because when we truly love and care for an animal companion, we will feel like we understand each other very well, even without talking. It is this deep bond that leads to an unconditional caring, not just human caring for the animal, but also the other way around. That's why we hear so many touching, tear-provoking stories of animals who rescue their caregiver or even rescue stranger because of love or want them just in time when the house was on fire or of other dangers. They even laid out their lives to protect us humans, especially their caregivers, their human companion, and the other way around too. Like recently, there's a man who saved his dog from an alligator. That was shown on our Supreme Master television. Even he had lost some of his fingers doing that because he had to like ply open the mouth of the crocodiles in order to get his dog out of his mouth. And then he lost his fingers doing that. But he said he would not hesitate if he had to do it again for his beloved companion dog. You see, that brought uh, me to tears also. <laughs> I don't always cry because of the problem of our planet or the suffering of our animals, but I easily cry equally also when I hear touching story of unconditional love and sacrifice between loving relationship, be it humans, humans, or animals, humans, so on. Many animal companions and their owners so-called owners, but we prefer to say caregivers or caretakers. Uh, they have this feeling 
that they could even die for each other if need be. I know I would die for my animals. I don't mind dying for any of them. But don't worry, I'm living. I still live <laughs> for you, <laughs> for the world first. And there's no situation right now to require me <laughs> to die for my animals. Okay? So if we love each other, then we will understand each other very well. And if you love your animal and your level is up uh, spiritually, your animals also be up, and vice versa. Okay? Teacher? <laughs> Thank you. Cảm ơn sư phụ. Anh Phạm Quang Minh, luật sư tập đoàn quốc tế Tati Hitan Noni sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Xin mời anh Phạm Quang Minh. Kính thưa Ngài Thanh Hải Vô Thượng Sư, tôi thật sự ngạc nhiên và ngưỡng mộ về sự câu thông và tình thương chiều mến của Ngài đối với các loài bạn thú chiêm ngưỡng hai cuốn sách. Những chú chó trong cuộc đời tôi và những loài hoang dã cao quý. Do Ngài biên soạn, Tôi có hai thắc mắc nhỏ, kính xin Ngài giải đáp. Vì sao Ngài có thể hiểu được ngôn ngữ của các bạn thú đồng cư đáng yêu? Và làm thế nào để những người bình thường như chúng tôi có thể hiểu và giao cảm được với các loài vật để trao gửi những tình thương đến với các bạn giống như Ngài ạ? Chào An Minh. <cười> Thank you for your good question. The language of our animal friends is a silent language, although they bark and they quack also. <laughs> But that is not all of their language, as you know. They have telepathy, as we say, and we humans all have it. Sir, we all have it. I have it, you have it. The brother next to you have it, the sister next to you have it. It's just we don't use it. How I came to speak it? Well, you could come to speak it too. Yes, if through knowing a few friends in the animal kingdom at first, you see, if we love them and receive their love in return, then there will be automatic response. Even without language and even without telepathy, we understand each other. Just like if you love your wife after many years of marriage, you understand each other even by not speaking. Just one smile from her, you know what she wants, and vice versa, yes? So in the world of animals, it's the same, so nothing different. We must love them, and we desire to know them. But first we have to show respect truly from our heart, and when they know we respect them, they will open themselves, and then the communication will begin. Uh, also, once we can communicate with one, and we can communicate with other species of animals as well. Uh, nevertheless, uh, if we cannot arrive at uh, communicating with animals ourselves, we can ask some experts. They are animals, telepathic communication experts. They can also teach you how even. But the vegetarian diet, is the first step. Respect is another first step. And love is another first step. 
<laughs> and then even we don't have to talk. We just feel the love flowing between the animals and ourselves. And then from that love flow also all around us, yes, to humans and other non-humans. It's just a process of love. It reawakens our love. Thank you. Thank you. Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions, reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increases life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, saves 70% of the total cost of 40 trillion U.S. dollars for reducing global warming, uses 4.5 times less land to grow food, conserves up to 70% clean water, saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing, a solution for world hunger, free up 3.4 billion hectares of land, free up 760 million tons of grain every year, half the world's grain supply, consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production, reduces pollution from untreated animal waste, maintains cleaner air, saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year, stop 80% of global warming, Plus more. Cảm ơn. Tôi rất tâm đắc câu trong thế giới loài vật cũng giống như trong thế giới của chúng ta, vóc dáng không quan trọng. Điều quan trọng là những phẩm chất cao quý mới được đáng được tôn vinh. Và câu nói này tôi rất rất là rất khâm phục và rất đáng nhớ. Xin chúng ta hãy dành một tràng vỗ tay cho hai câu nói rất hay. Xin cảm ơn ngài. Thank you, thank you. Cảm ơn. Cảm ơn anh Phạm Quang Minh ha. Cảm ơn sư phụ. Anh Đoàn Việt Tiến sẽ là người đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp. Anh Tiến là thạc sĩ môi trường phát triển bền vững, nghiên cứu tại Viện nước tưới tiêu môi trường thuộc Viện khoa học thủy lợi Việt Nam. Please. Xin mời anh Đoàn Việt Tiến. Uh, xin uh, được chào ngài. Uh, Chào anh. Tôi rất là uh, cảm kích về những đức tính cao thượng mà Ngài đang uh, gửi gắm tới cho tất cả mọi người không chỉ trong hội trường ngày hôm nay uh, và uh, đến với cái buổi ra mắt uh, hai cuốn sách của Ngài ngày hôm nay thì tôi có một câu hỏi nho nhỏ muốn uh, nghe một số đôi lời chia sẻ của Ngài uh, đó là uh, tôi biết là về về cái học thuyết của Darwin về sự tiến hóa của một loài đó là sự đấu tranh sinh tồn và uh, có sự chọn lọc của tự nhiên thì đó con uh, người chính là cái sự minh chứng do nhất uh, xin uh, ngài chia sẻ một chút về cái học thuyết này của Darwin xin cảm ơn yes yes Mr. Don scientifically speaking it has always been good the way nature unfolds naturally yes naturally Darwin theory is about a natural evolution, not a forced, artificial, cruel 
disturbing, interfering by humans' way, the way we're doing. So Darwin's suggestion is that we leave nature alone as much as possible, interfere as less as possible. See, the natural evolution is that we let it evolve. But here we come interfering with everything. Yes, we raise the animal. We force them in cramped little crates that they could not even move around. So we breed disease and we cause suffering to ourselves by eating these disease-filled flesh of animals. Cause suffering to them, cause suffering to us. In the natural world, there is no force fed for grass. There is no forced fed cows. No cramped uh, pigs. No forced pregnancy for pigs and cows and dogs and birds. Any kind. We just let it evolve the way natural intent. So, eating animals will not help them to evolve at all. Even if we say we want animal to evolve, then we have to let them live first in order to evolve. If we eat them all, how do they have chance to evolve? And we can see for ourselves already that uh, killing, torturing animals, eating animals, has not been helpful to our evolution, ecologically, economically, scientifically, medically, nothing. And it only brings us trouble and suffering up to now, like the mad cow disease, the swine flu, the bird flu, so many diseases, etc., etc., that now we can't even deal with. Even AIDS, HIV, also came from eating the wild animals. So if we live the way natural intended, like you have mentioned, that Darwin theory that we have to let everything evolve, then we just let natural evolve. Here we force natural into our will. We want to change nature. That's why we have so many unnatural outcomes, disease, disaster, you know, earthquake, typhoon, more and more every day. And now our planet is going because of our interfering with nature, because we don't live according to nature. So if we want to live according to nature and let things evolve accordingly, then we should respect our nature. Right now, we uh, interfere too much with nature, and we even breed animals unnaturally, like at least 55 billion livestock per year, and billions more fish, etc. These are not natural made. We even breed fish in a confined area, and these numbers have since increased and are continuously increasing. Can this be called ecological or natural at all? How can any species evolve when we keep forcing them, torturing them, and killing them? 
Moreover, we went against our own human evolution as well, as we were biologically made to digest only plant-based food. Humans are naturally herbivores, not carnivores. It is explained in detail by Dr. Milton Mills in a well-known article called The Comparative Anatomy of Eating and confirmed by others such as the famous evolution expert Dr. Richard Lickey and the editor-in-chief of the American Journal of Cardiology, Dr. William Robert. So, the answer where humans belong in species evolution is clear. We are not their predator. We are their protector and friend. We have to protect all species so that we can keep our biodiversity and keep a natural evolution for all beings, including humans. Thank you for your question, Mr. Dong. Xin cảm ơn câu trả lời của sư phụ. Câu hỏi kế tiếp đến từ anh Nguyễn Đức Thịnh làm nghề thợ mộc. Chào anh Thịnh. Ngài Thanh Hải vô thượng sư. Kính xin ngài cho biết điều gì quan trọng nhất làm nên vẻ đẹp tuyệt vời của trong cuộc sống của các cư dân vùng Ngọc Hồ Amora. Xin cảm ơn ngài. What do you think, sir? The name of the lake says it all, huh? Lake Amora comes from the word Amor, means love. The beauty of life at Lake Amora is unconditional, divine, inexpressible love. If you go, like yourself, and mingle with the residents, the pure air and the calm water there, I'm sure you too could feel the love that permeates throughout It also manifests in the behavior of the residents, like the protectiveness of the mother duck or self-sacrifice of Schwann parents and just the peaceful way the animals go about their day-to-day lives. It would make you wonder who taught them to live this way, in this natural flow of love. In addition, you can find that the splendor of nature so untarnished is quite a beauty to behold. We witness how God has designed everything to perfection. Each tree, leaf, animal, whether wing or furry or not furry, big and small, flawless design and miraculous colors. It will make us feel awe and impressed. And the glorious flora is like an untamed garden that is perfect, offering new marvels at every turn and at every change of season. This same beauty can be seen in our own roadsides and gardens as well. Every creation is a masterpiece, not just at Amora, but everywhere on this magnificent planet. Please do Take time and enjoy while it lasts. Maybe it won't be there for long if we don't do anything to help preserving them. It's a pity if we do not cherish these wonders of creation. They are everywhere around us. 
We are losing so many animals and plant species every day due to global warming already, or due to other forms of carelessness. Who will be left to keep us company, to keep us calm and give us joy and happiness, inspiration and even healing power? I just wish we could all join hands. And make sure we can hold on to their irreplaceable presence forever. Thank you, Mr. Ten. Cảm ơn sư phụ. Xin cảm ơn câu trả lời của sư phụ. Cô Nguyễn Thị Mến, nhân viên nhà hàng chay vì bận việc đột xuất nên không thể đến tham gia chương trình. Chúng con xin được phép đọc câu hỏi của cô Nguyễn Thị Mến lên sư phụ. Please. Kính thưa Sư Phụ, tương lai địa cầu sẽ thế nào nếu chúng ta vẫn tiếp tục thiếu lòng nhân từ? Với các bạn thú đồng cư, chúng con rất hoang mang và không biết phải ứng phó thế nào khi các đại dịch bệnh và vấn nạn hâm nóng toàn cầu đến cùng một lúc như hiện nay. Kính xin Sư Phụ hướng dẫn cho chúng con. Yes, uh, please tell her that she knows very well. That she has mentioned it herself, the diseases, global warming, and the untold effect. These are all the signs, a preview, pre-warning of our planet's future. On one hand, yes, it is alarming to see so many crises erupting one after another, from the pandemic crisis to climate change to food shortage. Water shortage and even the financial crisis, but if we stop to remember what our religions have taught us and what our scientific observations show us, these problems are not without their causes. It's all about the energy, negative or positive. Like energy attracts like energy, like in Buddhism's. We talk about karmic retribution, or in Christianity, about sowing and reaping. From this viewpoint, we see that we have produced a lot, a lot, and a lot of negative energy by killing billions and billions of innocent, sentient lives, and killing millions of our fellow humans, even over millennia, directly or indirectly. Directly is through war. Indirectly is through disease that we made ourselves, like with the pubonic plague, pneumonic plague, and now swine flu, bird flu, etc. In the court, murderers cannot escape penalty. How could we escape our own conscience and the collective murderous energy? That is emitted and hangs in the atmosphere until it is forced to manifest again, as wars, as disease, as the unstable climate, and its disastrous consequence. It is not a coincidence that the main cause of global warming is meat eating, huh? Is not. And the main cause of many of the leading health problems in our world are also derived from meat eating. So meat eating is cruelty to animals. Meat eating is cruelty to our well-being. 
Meat eating is cruelty to our children's well-being. Meat eating is cruelty to the planet. If we don't change our way of life, things will only speed along in this destructive path. So in order to go toward a positive destination for ourselves and the planet, all we have to do is change the direction. Be vegan. Make peace with one another and our co-inhabitants. Create peace. Emanate compassion. Then the future will be peaceful. And we will never have to suffer many of these kinds of consequences ever, ever again. It is very logical. Please, be rich. Thank you for your concern and for doing your part. Tell Miss Nguyen. Xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Vegetarianism in Religion The Baha'i Faith Regarding the eating of animal flesh and abstinence therefrom, know thou of a certainty that, in the beginning of creation, God determined the food of every living being, and to eat contrary to that determination is not approved. Selections from the Baha'i Writings of Some Aspects of Health and Healing Buddhism All meats eaten by living beings are of their own relatives. Lankavatara Sutra Also, after the birth of the baby, care must be exercised not to kill any animal in order to feed the mother with meaty delicacies and not to assemble many relatives to drink liquor or to eat meat because at the difficult time of birth there are innumerable evil demons, monsters and goblins who want to consume the smelly blood. By ignorantly and adversely resorting to the killing of animals for consumption, they bring down curses upon themselves which are detrimental to both the mother and the baby. Kasitigarbha Sutra Be careful during the days immediately after someone's death, not killing or destroying, or creating evil karma by worshipping or offering sacrifice to demons and deities, because such killing and slaughtering committed, or such worship performed, or such sacrifice offered, would not have even an iota of force to benefit the dead, but would entwine even more sinful karma into previous karma, making it even deeper and more serious. Thus, delay his rebirth to a good state. Karma means retribution. Kasiti Garba Sutra Gaudai The most important thing is to stop killing, because animals also have souls and understand like humans. If we kill and eat them, then we owe them a blood debt. Teachings of the Saints Christianity Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Holy Bible And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. Holy Bible Confucianism All men have a mind which cannot bear to see the sufferings of others. The superior man, having seen the animals alive, cannot bear to see them die. Having heard their dying cries, he cannot bear to eat their flesh. Mencius Essenes I am come to end the sacrifices and feasts of blood, and if ye cease not offering and eating of flesh and blood, the wrath of God shall not cease from you. Gospel of the Holy Twelve Hinduism 
Since you cannot bring killed animals back to life, you are responsible for killing them. Therefore, you are going to hell. There is no way for your deliverance. Adelila. He who desires to augment his own flesh by eating the flesh of other creatures lives in misery in whatever species he may take his birth. Mahabharata anew. Islam. Allah will not give mercy to anyone except those who give mercy to other creatures. Hadith. Do not allow your stomachs to become graveyards of animals. Hadith. Jainism. A true monk should not accept such food and drink as has been specially prepared for him involving the slaughter of living beings. Sutra Katanga. Judaism. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. Holy Bible. Blood meaning flesh. Sikhism. Those mortals who consume marijuana, flesh, and wine, no matter what pilgrimages, fasts, and rituals they follow, they will all go to hell. Guru Granth Sahib. Taoism. Do not go into the mountain to catch birds and nets, nor to the water to poison fishes and minnows. Do not butcher the ox that plows your field. Tract of the Quiet Way. Tibetan Buddhism. The offering to the deities of meat obtained by killing animate beings is like offering a mother the flesh of her own child, and this is a grievous failure, the supreme path of discipleship. Zoroastrianism. Those plants I, Ahura Mazda, or God, rain down upon the earth to bring food to the faithful and fodder to the beneficent cow. Avesta. Everybody knows that vegetarian diet is good for health and to save the planet. They will be awakening their own great, compassionate, loving self-nature. And then their level of consciousness will rise up automatically and they will understand more than they ever did. And they'll be closer to heaven than what they are right now. Anh Trần Ngọc Phát, thợ may sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Chào anh Phát. Dạ con xin kính chào sư phụ. Hai. Kính thưa sư phụ, trong các loài thú trên địa cầu này có loài nào có những tiền kiếp trên những tinh khác không ạ? Yes, Mr. Phát. Most of them came from other planets and other planes of existence. Sometimes even from higher dimensions than many us humans. A few of them came directly from this planet due to the give and take of karma. But most of the animals came from other planet, higher planet than this physical planet. Thank you. Xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Ngô Hoàng Bảo Yến, sinh viên trường Đại học Khoa học Tự nhiên, sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Chào cô Yến. Dear Master, I would like to ask you, what were the reactions of the animals when when they received your noble loving affections and profound concern? Could you please share the co-inhabitants' friends' messages to humankind? Thank you, Dear Master. Hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, just for an example, 
When I was with the wilds of the Lake Amora, many of them became my friends. They loved to come see me. I would bring them delicious food like bread for the ducks and the beavers, also extra fresh lettuce for the swan family. You know, funny, uh, have you ever seen the ducks wagging tails like a dog? I have. Whenever I go to the Lake Amora, sometimes I go by foot, sometimes I go with the golf cart because the golf cart can carry more food because it's a big family in the Lake Amora. <laughs> so when they hear my golf cart, even though the golf cart is very quiet, they came from everywhere, different corners of the lake. And even the ducks are wagging tails, you know, they're wagging tails so fast like this. <laughs> And they call their families and friends, and they all come together, and they tell working so fast, so fast. <laughs> and uh, the swans swam so fast, so fast, or flew so fast to come to the bridge where I built, especially in the middle of the lake, to see me and to take the food. And I tell you, even rats, they wagtail. There were two rats uh, that was born in my kitchen. This I told before to uh, my students, but uh, since you asked, I tell you again. <laughs> there were two little rats were born in my little kitchen a long time ago. They were born under the, a pile of wood that I used for fireplace, and nobody knew they were there. And then one day, uh, my uh, assistants removed the wood in order to clean underneath, and they found the two rats. And they asked me what to do. Master, what to do? There were two rats, and their eyes were not even open. What to do with them? Shall we remove them? I said, no, 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 leave them there, because they are defenseless right now. They don't even see where they're going. You can't move them. Just, just leave it. Put the woods back until they remove themselves until they open their eyes and their parents can take care of them better, then we will see, they will remove themselves. Then we can clean under the wood. And so uh, some while later, while I was uh, sitting in the kitchen doing some work, and the two little rats come out <laughs> from that under the wood area. They come out, look at me, put their two front foot together, and their tails were wagging. Faster than my dogs. They're looking at me and they are chipping like, <laughs> like that. Very, very fast tail wagging. I have never seen rats wagging tails in my life. <laughs> it's the first time I see them. They wagging their tails and they put their hands together. Look at me adoringly. My God, they're so loving. And they just say thank you for their lives, allowing them to live there until now. And, of course, I know they were there, so I put some bread under the wood there for them in my kitchen. So after they opened their eyes and they came to see me wagging tails <laughs> and say thank you, I say, you're welcome. First, I was surprised that they just came out from nowhere. I didn't expect. So I said, what are you doing there? You know, you're not supposed to be in my kitchen, you know that? And then they would just put their hands together and wagging tails and my heart melts. I said, okay, 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 just stay as you want. <laughs> Oh, that was very, very touching, you know, very touching, because their love, you can feel it. Even if you are miles away, you can feel their love, just love and gratefulness.
All beings have this love and gratefulness within them. It's not just the swan on the lake. It's the, the crickets even and the snakes even. Yes, the snake can also say thank you and sing song in silence. Some snakes, they sing for me. I've seen some with black patches on them all over. They are poisonous. <laughs> but they came and opened their mouths and do this and that and sing to me because I did not harm them. I did not let my assistant use a hard broomstick to sweep them outside. I said, no, no, you don't do this because these broomsticks are very hard. You will hurt their eyes. You might hurt their skin or their mouths. Don't do that. Just get a bag and they'll crawl inside and then you will release them outside. And they came back next day, next to me. Some with babies that open their mouth and singing. Only I can hear it. <laughs> See, the wows, they are not wild. They are not that wild. They are very, very friendly, very adorable and very grateful. If you're good to them, they're good to you. But if you're not sure, please don't try with the snake. Just leave them alone. They will be grateful enough. The best for us humans to do is not to interfere with their life, not to do anything. <laughs> Just protect the environment, and then they protect themselves. <laughs> they have grace and dignities and gratitude. Yeah. Xin cảm ơn sự chỉ dạy của sư phụ. Câu hỏi kế tiếp sẽ đến từ cô Nguyễn Thị Hiền, giám đốc công ty xây dựng cầu đường, nhưng vì lý do bận đột xuất. Cô Nguyễn Thị Hiền không thể đến tham dự chương trình. Chúng con xin phép đọc câu hỏi. Yes. Kính thưa Sư Phụ, những bạn thú cưng của Ngài có phản ứng như thế nào trước nạn hâm nóng toàn cầu? Please tell Miss Nguyen. It's a very sad thing. Because our animal friends are suffering terribly due to the effects of global warming. Many of the animals are dying or at the brink of extinct, or already gone due to unbearable temperatures, or they are being forced out of their habitats, just like human climate refugees, except they are not nearly as equipped as we are at adapting to new environments. That's why dozens of frog species and other amphibians have gone extinct suddenly because their sensitive skin could not bear even small changes in temperature or humidity. Birds of all kinds in every corner of the globe are also imperiled, according to the World Wildlife Fund. Some bird populations decline by up to 90%. Some already disappeared. With the expected 2 degree C temperature rise, bird extinction rates could reach 38% in Europe and 72% in Northeast Australia. We have lost so many innocents already. Physically, they suffer. They have no choice how to react to global warming. Spiritually, they know the solution lies in humans' hands and human's heart. The question is, how will we choose to respond between the only two choices we have, compassion and life, or killing and destruction? 
We should all pray that humankind will make the wiser choice of compassion and life. Thank you. Xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Cô Đỗ Thị Xuân Hương, kế toán viên sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Xin kính chào sư phụ. Con có một câu hỏi. À, xin sư phụ giải đáp giùm con. Đại dịch bệnh xuất phát từ các uh, loài gia súc chăn nuôi uh, để lấy thịt hơn là từ các loài thú uh, hoang uh, như vậy có phải không sư phụ và uh, tại sao như vậy? Con cảm ơn sư phụ. Uh, according to the scientific study of these uh, fatal diseases, all of them originated from human hunting or slaughter of animals for meat. Scientists have even stated that the deadly HIV virus was transferred from the blood of chimpanzees that were being killed for meat. Other pandemics, such as the 1918 swine flu outbreak, in which 50 to 100 million people perished, and the one that continues to claim lives today, have their source in animals being raised to be slaughtered for meat consumption. Due to the terrible filth and cruelty, due to the overcrowded conditions of farmed animals headed for slaughter, the swine flu was passed from pigs to humans and then mutated to become a human-transmitted disease. So you see, the question is not so much whether these terrible diseases come from wild or livestock animals, but that they truly came from livestock animals. They also are based in humans killing for meat, a so-called food that is being scientifically shown to be a poison. This is the activity that must cease for the betterment of humanity animals and our world. The meat-eating must stop to save us from such sickness and also from the burden of guilt from killing is the vegan diet, organic vegan being the best. This will bring health to all humans and no more fear of any disease being transmitted from animals. Thank you. Mrs. Do. Xin cảm ơn trả lời của sư phụ. European Parliament supports reducing meat to lower greenhouse gases. Reduce your meat consumption or stop eating meat totally. During discussions on greenhouse gas reduction goals, the Climate Committee of the European Parliament officially recognized livestock's contribution to global warming and recommended a reduction of subsidies to the livestock industry to curb methane. The European Parliament has adopted its own position on climate change as an institution and as a Vice President. One of the proposals I have made is in line with your own, which is that we should eat far less meat because that's one of the major sources of greenhouse gases. Tout le monde sait bien, si on veut rendre notre planète soutenable, il va falloir réduire notre consommation de viande, ça on le sait bien. My name is Jens Holm, I'm a member of the European Parliament. Please, be veg, go green to save the planet. 
Nguyễn Văn Vũ, nhân viên nhà hàng chay sẽ là người đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp. Kính thưa sư phụ, à, kính xin ngài cho biết độc lực nào đã thôi thúc ngài giết về các bạn quan giả à, nơi dùng hồ A Mova. Hello you. Dạ, cảm ơn sư phụ. Yeah. Thank you for your question about my book The Noble Wilds. The writing of this book came about spontaneously through my interaction with nature and the splendid animal kingdom. Through my fortunate sojourns with the wilds, I was enchanted by everything I saw and touched by everything I witnessed. And every acquaintance I made in this wild and untamed realm. Then they shared with me a new secret knowledge about their world, and I thought if all of us humans knew what I knew, we could never look at the animals the same way again. We would have more respect, love, and protective feeling for the wild animals. So, with their permission, I created this book to introduce the wild, who are our neighbors and benefactors in more ways than we know. I'm happy to hear that many people read my book and felt moments of joy and relaxation. I just wish that uh, from this very small beginning, people will further develop and uh, nurture their inherent kind regard for our kindred spirits, I mean the animals, who just want to live in peace, to have the chance to grow up, to raise their families just like we do, and enjoy the divine's abundant provision. Meanwhile, blessing our world with their pure undiluted love. And someday soon, after realizing we all come from the same source of love, we may enjoy a new harmonious coexistence with our animal co-inhabitants. Thank you, sir, for your question. Câu hỏi tiếp theo sẽ đến từ chị Nguyễn Thị Nhiệm, giám đốc công ty sản xuất nhạc cụ Thái Gia Khang. Dạ, xin chào sư phụ. Con đã coi qua cái đĩa của sư phụ, con thấy cái vùng hồ của Amura rất là xinh đẹp và bình yên. Mà như con được biết hiện nay là cái vùng những cái vùng đất bình yên dành cho các bạn thú hoang như ở vùng hồ Amora không còn nhiều. Vậy thì theo ngài, chúng ta phải làm cái gì? Để bảo đảm cho các bạn thú hoang ở vùng hồn Amura có cuộc sống bình yên và an lành. Dạ, con xin cảm ơn. Director Nguyễn Thị Nhiệm, thank you for your caring and thoughtful question. One of the words that you mentioned is actually a key to providing a good life for our animal co-inhabitants. That is the word peace. Where there is peace for the animals, they also can have a good life. The best is that we can protect their abodes, leaving them as untouched and unharmed as possible. The wilds really don't need much help from us if we can just allow them their freedom and their sovereignty. If the animals know the atmosphere is safe and they will not be harmed, and this they do know very well, 
then they are far more comfortable and at ease. So one thing we can do is to encourage governments and individuals' protection of their habitat to ensure that it is not continually lost to other purposes such as deforestation and hunting and fishing. Just to give an example, the rainforests of Southeast Asia have some of the highest deforestation rates in the world. This means the animals are constantly losing their homes, with many that have become endangered or even extinct. Along these same lines, the other step that we can take to enhance the animal's sense of peace is to not eat them. It's one thing to try to imagine how they must feel having their homes invaded, with trees crashing down around them or on top of them, and all their food and cover gone. But then, having to fear being eaten as well, there can be nothing more terrifying. So, Madame Nguyen, to ensure the peace and comfort of all our animal co-inhabitants, like that in the Lake Amora, we really should first cease to consume them, any animal at all. This will broadcast a message of peace that will go around the entire planet and will help immensely with their sense of well-being. Then the wild areas and habitats will be restored, as will be the animals' natural lives. That's the best way to protect them, to show our love to them. Thank you. We have to hurry and make heaven so that everything will go well not just physically, emotionally, health-wise, but even technically. We will develop an imaginable uh, invention, technology, and then we can understand each other like the beings in heaven without even spoken language, if we don't want to speak. Anh Nguyễn Trọng Tài, nhân viên nhà hàng chay, sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Yeah, welcome. I'm very happy to see you, Master. Me too, I'm happy. Have the animal friends ever discussed global warming? Thank you, Master. Yes, yes, Mr. Tai. Yes, as I have just mentioned, the animal friends are in many ways more aware of climate change than we are because they are the ones on the front lines holding up nature's delicate web of life. They are also, sadly, the first-hand victims of global warming, as we have witnessed and discovered. But they don't have much to discuss, really, as both the problem and the solution are clear to them. They are in our hands, the human's hands. It is we humans who have to sit down and discuss global warming because we are not as aware and far less sensitive to understand the urgent situation. And then once we are informed, we have to talk even more just to agree to work toward the solution. But the animals know exactly what is happening without a word. 
they know that the solution lies not so much in words but in daily actions. And the essential change that will be the most restorative for our world is to be vegan. That is the essence of what we need to stabilize the planet, to bless the world through our everyday benevolent actions, meaning be vegan. Thank you, Mr. Nguyen, for doing your part. And thank you all the vegan as well. Thank you, Master. Chúng con xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Chị Lê Thị Tâm Di vì bận đột xuất nên không thể đến tham dự chương trình. Chúng con xin được phép đọc câu hỏi lên sư phụ. Yes. Kính thưa sư phụ, kính xin sư phụ khai thị việc giáo dục trẻ em về tầm quan trọng của các bạn đồng cư có ý nghĩa như thế nào? Chúng con có nên áp dụng ngay trong trường học hay không? Yes. It should. Yesterday already. So... Mrs. Lay, many children don't need to be taught. They already know because their souls are more sensitive, pure, and they are closer to heaven. It just means that they are already aware of the preciousness of our animal friends. It's just us, the adult, that confuse them and lead them into the opposite direction. Now... We have to encourage them, to remind them of the love for our fellow co-inhabitants. This is definitely good. It will be good for them and for us and for the planet. It will help the children's feeling of comfort in this world, even with other people. Research has shown that being in the presence of animal companions enhances a person's ability to understand and relate to other people. Thus, to appreciate the noble service provided by our animal friends benefits them not only as children, but adds immeasurably to their development as human beings. Thuyền trưởng đã về hưu sẽ là người đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên sư phụ. Yes, please. Con uh, kính chào ngài Thanh Hải vô thượng sư. Chào ông. Con chào. có một câu hỏi muốn uh, thỉnh cầu sư phụ. Yes. Kính thưa sư phụ, hiện nay các bạn thú hoang thường bị săn bắn, buôn bán vì lợi ích cá nhân của con người. Chúng ta có thể bảo vệ tính mạng của các bạn thú ấy bằng cách nào trong khi yêu lạc còn thiếu chế tài và những tổ chức cá nhân từ tâm quan tâm đến vấn đề này. Xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Yes, thank you for your concern. Uh, I understand your feeling very well and it is not just in our lack of Vietnam but across the world that we seem to be in need of protective regulations. More organizations help and individuals care all the time mainly because of the rapid rate at which we are damaging our environment. It seems we can never keep up. As I often told my friends that if you don't see something being done, then go do it yourself. It can start with yourselves. 
that is how many of the successful environmental groups and animal groups first began. Each one can make a difference. Write or talk to the hunters and traders themselves if you can, or ask your friend to write to them also. Perhaps if we show them alternative professions that are less dangerous to themselves and more socially accepted, more globally sustainable, different trades and services to help people, they may consider changing their job. We can also try to talk with people around us about the problem of hunting and trading. The more group concern is developed, the more effective it is to discourage and end these cruel and detrimental activities. Tell them that eating hunted wild animals is often linked to disease, fatal disease, incurable disease even. As we discussed earlier about AIDS and pneumonic plague, just this year, an outbreak of the often fatal disease SARS, or severe acute respiratory syndrome, was linked by scientists to the widespread consumption of wildlife in China. Eating wildlife meat can cost you your life and the life of your loved ones as well. It's infectious. So we should never eat these hunted animals for our own life's sake and our children's sake. Every small effort to help our wild co-inhabitants will have an effect and will be remembered. Good effect and well remembered by the grateful animals and by heaven and by our future generation. Thank you for your love, Mr. Wu, for the wild. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption and or production, rabies, anthrax, sleeping sickness, Q fever, norovirus, swine flu, Ebola reston virus. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus. Blue tongue disease, E. coli, Salmonella. Bird flu, mad cow disease or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk. Pig's disease or PMWS, listeriosis, shellfish poisoning, preeclampsia, Campylobacter, Clostridium difficile, diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock, some of the costs of meat eating. Infertility, eating just one serving of meat per day increases the risk of women's infertility by 32% with additional meat consumption increasing the risk. Heart disease, over 17 million lives lost globally each year cost of cardiovascular disease is at least one trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Increased childhood cancers and adult reproductive cancers from hormones in meat. Colon rectal cancer. Over one million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. 
Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment in just the United States. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight, with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental uses up to 70% of clean water, pollutes most of the water bodies, deforests the lungs of the earth, uses up to 43% of the world's cereal, uses up to 85% of the world's soy, causes world hunger and wars, 80% cause of global warming, plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Cowpox from milking cows. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Hysteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis, classified as a major allergen, lactose intolerance, plus more. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Cô Nguyễn Thị Nguyệt Thợ May sẽ đặt câu hỏi kế tiếp lên Sư Phụ. Yes. Con kính Welcome. chào Sư Phụ. Kính thưa Ngài Thanh Hải, Vô Thượng Sư, kính xin Ngài cho biết những bạn thú đồng cư có vai trò gì, có vai trò thế nào đối với môi sinh cũng như đời sống của mọi người. Chào bà Nguyễn. It is almost too much to try to convey the importance of each and every inhabitant friend to the environment as a whole. Scientists find out new things every day about the intrinsic role of different animals and their contributions to the ecosphere. And just because we don't know the purpose of a particular co-inhabitant, we cannot assume that they have no function. Every single being in creation has a purpose that aids another being or assists in some way. Their help may even be invisible to us humans, but it is still very real. However, of just a few things we do know, we can be amazed at the versatility and uniqueness of all forms of life on our planet. The earth warm even, so tiny as that, for example, helps enrich the soil we depend on for our food. Fish that we don't even see help offset climate change and stabilize the habitat of their fellow marine inhabitants by maintaining the pH balance of the ocean water. And the tiny bees contribute pollination that we could not replace, not only for flowers but vital food crops. We cannot replace their work even as a human. In the Bible, God gave the animals to be humans' helpers 
But this does not mean they are subservient for us to exploit. If we humans live in wonder of the animal's existence, we also would stop thinking about eating them. Because if we cherish their irreplaceable talents and manifold gifts, we also cherish their lives. So I thank you for your good reminder, Mrs. Nguyen. Let's all help the animals so they can help us, so they can continue to help us and the whole planet. God bless you. God bless our animals, friends. Bà Nguyễn Thị Oanh, giáo viên phổ thông hưu trí sẽ đặt câu hỏi cuối lên sư phụ. Tôi xin kính chào sư phụ. Chào bà Oanh. Kính thưa sư phụ, xin sư phụ khai thị cho chúng con biết à, thú vật họ cần có những phẩm chất như thế nào để khi họ tái sinh làm có thể được tái sinh làm người ạ. Xin cảm ơn sư phụ. Yes. Madam Nguyễn. Thank you for your question. Uh, not all animals need to have more quality to become human. Uh, actually, it is not always true that a soul who inhabits the body of an animal is lacking in the human quality at all, or qualities for human life at all. In fact, sometimes higher level beings choose to reincarnate into animal forms in this world in order to assist humans or the planet in some way or another. On Supreme Master Television, there was a story of a young girl who remembers her past life as a dog born into this world voluntarily to help her caregiver, also her future mother. And before that, she was an angel. She said there were many angels lining up to be reincarnated as dogs to help humankind. So you see, we cannot easily tell by the outer clothes who is who among both humans and animals. Even in the physical level, animals in general have more refined five senses than us humans. For example, the sense of smell in dogs is many hundred times more sensitive than ours. Can you imagine? Animals also have psychic ability. All of my animals have psychic abilities. I can tell you that. They retain their telepathic communicating abilities, whereas we lost this skill to spoken language. Dogs, for example, also have 30% NQ, meaning noble quality. Pigs, elephants, and some birds also have like around 30% noble quality or NQ. And would you believe that cows have 40% NQ, 40% noble quality? In contrast, most humans either have on average 3% or mostly up to just 10% NQ. Of course, there are exceptional individuals who have more than that. So you can see now, when we eat the meat of cows or pigs, we are the violent losers. 
and they are the peaceful, elevated ones who choose not to play part in such a lowly game of bloodshed. So regardless of what role each soul is uh, partaking in, animal or human, or even plants or mineral, we should love and respect and care for all, just like in a family. We have siblings of different ages. Animals are likewise our brothers and sisters. We each have different personalities and qualities, but we are all valued by our parents and by the Creator. Every being has some qualities that make them simply wondrous, perfect for their unique existence and function. If we looked at animals in this way, we would feel so happy appreciating God's every creature. I hope we all do. Thank you. Teacher Nguyen. Kính thưa sư phụ và toàn thể quý quan khách, câu hỏi trên đã kết thúc phần vấn đáp giữa ngài Thanh Hải vô thượng sư với chúng ta. Chúng con xin được bày tỏ lòng tri ân chân thành đến với ngài. Cảm ơn sư phụ đã từ ái tham dự cùng chúng con qua hội nghị truyền hình và những lời giải đáp ân cần của ngài. Một lần nữa xin cảm ơn sư phụ rất nhiều. Cảm ơn, cảm ơn quý vị. You are very welcome. You are very welcome. And as I have expressed before, I sincerely thank all of you, all of you that involved in this beautiful, wonderful, life-saving event, all of the speakers, organizers, anyone who has played big part, small part in this event, all the medias, and the governmental agency, His Majesty the King of Thailand, the government of Thailand, that keep the country so peaceful, so democratic, so open, so that we can even make such an event happen. I thank all of you. I thank Thailand. I thank Vietnam. I thank all of you, all the media, all the friends, all the animals, lovers, Thank you so much as well. May God bless you all. God bless Thailand. Thank you so, so much for your time and your love. Thank you. You are very welcome and thank you for your love as well. I love you guys. We love you, Master. Thanks a million. Hi. God bless you. Buddha bless you. Heaven bless you. Our sincere thanks to all our audience members here in Thailand, as well as worldwide who are tuning in through Supreme Master Television to be with us on this momentous and happy day. May your life be filled with God's love. Have a heavenly evening. Thank you. Until next time.